ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Education ministers meet today to discuss an idea advocates say will make university campuses safer places. The proposal is to adopt a national student ombudsman, an outlet for students who feel their university has mishandled complaints of sexual assault and gender-based violence. It's one part of a broader package aimed at curbing rates of abuse on campus. Shana Bremer is the founder of End Rape on Campus Australia and joins us this morning. Shana, welcome. Thank you for having me. You've been one of these, one of the people pushing the federal government for big changes here. Just explain how this role of an ombudsman would work and, and what powers they would have. The ombudsman would be part of, as you mentioned, a broader suite of reforms in this space aimed at the higher education sector. And what it would mean is that for students whose universities and other higher education providers have failed to actually properly prevent or respond adequately to reports of sexual violence would finally have a mechanism for holding those institutions accountable because right now there is no way for students to file a complaint about how their university has responded to those issues. Okay, how would they be able to hold them accountable though? What would the process be? So the ombudsman would be able to accept and investigate complaints from students about the aspect of their response or prevention that they did not receive that was adequate and it would be able to actually recommend that the university make improvements to policies or processes or do something else to help rectify that student's individual situation. Right. So it would be about the sort of broader processes and policies um, rather than just the individual event. I'm just trying to, you know, because obviously these things are police matters. I'm just trying to work out the intersection between the way that would work and the ombudsman would work. So they are obviously, they can be police matters. They're not always police matters if we're talking about things like sexual harassment. Um, Those are not things that fall under criminal codes. But if we are looking at a student's experience of these things, there are certain things that the police can't actually provide for them. And that's things like extensions on assignments or to be able to switch tutorial rooms or to be able to change bedrooms in their residential college. And so that's why universities and residences need to step up. And when they're not doing that, that's why we need the ombudsman to step in. Yeah, that's really well explained. Thank you. That that distinction is really important. Why do you believe having this position would fundamentally make campuses safer? So we've supported a number of students whose universities have not kept them safe enough to continue their educations. And we did file complaints with the higher education regulator in TEXA, the Tertiary Education Quality and Standards Agency. 39 of those complaints were filed with TEXA and TEXA didn't actually investigate a single one of them. They haven't held a single university accountable. They haven't really done a whole lot to actually make sure the sector that receives billions of dollars of taxpayer funding is doing anything to keep their students safe. So we decided that what we needed was somebody that actually would do that. A 2021 national survey found one in six students had experienced sexual harassment and one in 20 had experienced a sexual assault at university. Have we seen improvements since then? Look, we actually just don't have the data to know. Universities were all agreeing under the uh, UA Charter that was recently released, the Universities Australia Charter that was released late last year, that they would report their data annually. And what we have seen is that universities can't even abide by their own charter. We don't actually know how many reports are happening. And Universities Australia were very, very reluctant to run another survey. So we would have no clue if things were improving or not. 
New analysis from UNSW researchers uh, found that a third of universities have not set up specialised committees to tackle sexual violence, which was a key recommendation of a 2017 report. 2017 is some time ago now. Are they doing enough? No, they're not. And they haven't been doing enough for a really long time. And we're really grateful to researchers like those from UNSW with Dr. Alison Henry um, for doing that kind of work because nobody else has been doing it. Nobody else has been keeping an eye on what the universities have been doing against the promises they made. So it is really great that we can see an action plan that will actually mean that somebody is going to formalise that process and it will no longer be left up to researchers or people that like myself and different organisations to actually try and get some accountability. How big a milestone is today? Are we actually now on the cusp of getting some significant reform on this? We are. This could, I think, be maybe the most significant reform on this particular issue in the 50 plus years that students have been calling for action. We did some research a few years ago and found that students have been out in the streets, demanding action from the government, demanding action from their universities, dating back to the 60s and 70s. And we just haven't seen it until now. So today could actually be enormous. The latest National Student Safety Survey found 275 students are sexually assaulted every week at university. We've talked about the ombudsman. You've just said you think this is a moment. What other changes do you think are needed in this space? What we've seen through the draft action plan and what we really, really hope will happen today in the endorsement of that plan is the introduction of a national code that will actually set standards for what universities do in terms of their prevention efforts in this space, but also how they respond to students. Because those 275 students right now are sort of running a postcode lottery. They may get a wonderful response when they report to their institution. They may get the academic support they need. They may be able to continue studying and eventually graduate at another university they may not get any of that and eventually it will lead them to drop out. So to have a national code that standardises that process across the country for students would be amazing. Has Why has it taken universities so long to take responsibility here? I'd love to get a, an answer to that one day. Um, I really don't know. It's been an issue that has been in the spotlight for them for years. They've had multiple opportunities to actually do the right thing. And they've simply chosen not to do, to do it time and time again. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shana. Thank you very much. Shana Bremer is the founder of End Rape on Campus Australia. You're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.